It does sound good. All right. Uh, Emily, can we please have a one-word prompt? Uh, Black. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. The absence of color, my favorite color. It matches everything. It makes choosing what clothes to wear every day so easy. You can rob Except when all the shades are different. Yeah. Yeah. Except when I, yeah, like, step outside, I'm like, oh, I am wearing, like, four different shades of black. These, This is not match. That's totally true. Hold on one second. Hey! Welcome to the Ever Talking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk about TV shows and the movies as chosen by our guests. And this week, we watched Kung Fu Panda. Ken, your favorite. Guess who's back? Jack One black. Mr. Jack Black. He just has just so many movies that it yeah, just baby. can't seem to get away from him. He, why and why would you want to? Because of all the shit about shit that he does, <laughs> which he only he snuck he, that in a little bit here. Yeah, Come on. he did like one or two, <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah, his kind of like fight noises. Yeah, but that reminds me, it's just it's like the old school Batman where it was like kapow and whammo and stuff like that. He was just doing that. Ugh. I don't think it's the same. Ugh. It worked better for this. Do one, you like him because he's part? Uh, he's got the the black coloring. He's black and white, I guess. So both. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I love him. That's exactly why. If, and because he's the best. If you were a panda, would you spray paint in all the white part? Yeah. Just, just yeah. All black. Be an all black panda. Yeah. I would love to. I mean, I'm already working on the black around my eyes. I got uh, sleeping problems. I got big old bags under my eyes. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm just painting the rest. Sure. And just Yeah. Yeah. We're getting into risky uh, territory here. So <laughs> we'll yeah. move away from that. Well, why don't we welcome in our guest? We are once again joined by Emily. Welcome back. Thank you. Wait, CJ, you have to read my intro. Hi. You did not give me one. Oh, no, it's on the coffee table. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like me to go grab it? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So last time I was on, CJ had to read an introduction of my choice, and I have written another one for this one. Oh, nice. Okay. This week, it may sound cheesy, but she's stolen a pizza, my heart, it's Emily. Hi. Oh, God. That was good. (laughs) Worth it. Oof. So worth no, it. No, I did like it. That was good. I'm also <laughs> so hungry. Uh, yes. Another record right before dinner. We keep doing this yes. to ourselves. Uh, and I think I am going to make pizza. I think we're having pizza as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to make, uh, we've, we got a, a baguette and some burrata cheese and some leftover pizza sauce. So I think I'm going to make like a baguette Ooh, pizza. Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. And I say I because Emily had it yesterday, and I, this will be just for myself. Oh, okay. Well, Emily, what are you having? I don't know yet, actually. I should figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, got news for you, you're on your own. Yeah. Hmm. Boy. I'm eating cheesy bread for dinner like an adult. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cruel, right. since you know I'm lactose intolerant, to do that in <laughs> front of me. Feels... You just ate this exact meal yeah, yesterday. That's I didn't know you were lactose That's probably why I didn't feel so hot today and will consequently be doing like cereal for dinner. <laughs> See? <laughs> I paid the price. It was it was worth it, though. It's always worth it for cheese. Oh, so good. What do, you, right. what do you eat with your cereal, then, if not milk? Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. No, I, it's still milk. I just buy the lactate-free uh, kind. Ah, where they've like pre-separated okay, okay. it out and then okay so secret that not everybody knows is that if you get the lactate free milk because they put in the enzyme that already breaks down the sugars all milk that's lactate free tastes like cereal milk so Uh-oh. you're just already putting cereal milk onto more cereal and it's everything it's it's a dairy dream 
Cereal milk so meaning like just sugar. Ultra sugary then with both. Well, yeah, I mean, the, okay, I, yeah. If you want to split hairs or whatever, but I mean, the sugar was already <laughs> there. It's just now I can taste it like twice the power. So yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you you eat a big old bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, mm-hmm. which is just coated with sugar, mm-hmm. nice. and then in some like sugar milk. Cinnamon yeah, toast great. Crunch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my go-to. Just jealous. that's what we have in our household. And then we have some other cereals that I never touch. <laughs> I used to eat cocoa all through college. Every day I would eat cocoa puffs. It was the best. Dang. Uh, oh my god. I was cuckoo for them. So good. <laughs> oh, oh. I I was a big fan of when uh Reese's puffs. The the when it was Reese's as a cereal. Oh, okay. Wait, they still make and, that. Yeah. It's like it, but I don't half of them are I've stopped. It's basically it. half are cocoa puffs in that, right? Yes, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the cocoa puffs with like puffs. peanut balls. Yeah. yeah, and then even each of those individual spheres were like coated in a sugar, like coating around it. Oh. So you were definitely getting super sugary. Oh, dang. Nice. Yeah. For me, a big turning point in adulthood was when I realized that I could just buy whichever cereal I wanted. Like my mom's not there to be like, no, no, like move, go for the healthy stuff anymore. Like I was like, no, I have four dollars. Yeah. I can buy the Reese's Puffs. <laughs> like. Yeah. There you go. And then you, you take a look at the back of the box and you're like, I should not be buying Reese's Puffs <laughs> and yeah. having it every single day. No, I haven't moved to that <laughs> phase of adulting yet. Still just in the, the first part, more of the buying. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where you're going wrong, I think. That's, yeah. That's where I come in, the no fun police. And I'm like, no, no, no. Too sugary. <laughs> I mean, if we keep eating all this sugar, we're going to get as large as a, a panda. Right? Wow. Right? There it is. So, and then we should do, we got to do some Kung Fu and, <laughs> so, and work it off. Right? I mean, right? he's still fat. Keep going. Right? <laughs> We're almost there. Just like the movie we watched. Kung Fu Panda. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. What? Yeah, we're going to talk about the movie and more coming up on the We're Talking Podcast. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Thank you. Woo. Everybody was Jack Black. Go ahead, Panda. Show us what you can do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just ate, um, so I'm still digesting, so my kung fu might not be as good as later on. DreamWorks Kung Fu Panda. How's that? And we're back on the Over Talking Podcast, joined once again by returning guest Emily, and we're talking about Kung Fu Panda. Emily. Yes. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen of Kung Fu Panda what it's all about. I mean, but where have they been living? (laughs) Right. Ready, go. Uh, Okay. All right. So uh, Poe is a panda who lives and works at his family's noodle shop, but he dreams of being a Kung Fu warrior and his town has this like, oh, they're in China. Did I mention that? Anyway. He's got, like, kung fu masters who live at the top of this cool hill, and one of them foresees that their old enemy is going to, like, rise up and come and massacre the village. Ten. So he's accidentally chosen as the panda, the pan- the Five. kung fu warrior or whatever, Four. and uh, Tai Lun arrives to massacre Two. the village. One. Hilarity ensues. Time. Hilar- got no. it in there, folks. Oh, right at the oh. end. Hilarity, in fact, does ensue. I don't know. I mean... What? Yeah. Dra- Dragon Warrior, right? That's what that's what it is. Dragon Warrior. Oh. I, think. I just panicked under yeah, the yeah. clock. Yeah. Ken, was this your first time seeing the film? Yeah, actually, I'd never seen it before. Uh, explicitly wow. because Jack Black was in it. Oh, you're wow. welcome. That's not true. It's, it's a children's movie, so I didn't didn't watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's I can't believe like it spawned like what four sequels or something. Like this movie is incredibly popular. 
They have uh, two yeah. TV shows, like six mini movies. Oh, some really? video games. Yeah. There's like a hundred episodes of the TV show. Wow. Yep. I don't think I knew that part. Whoa. <laughs> Guess who's seen all of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you, are you a big fan? Have you seen all the movies? I have, yeah. And actually quite a few of them in the theaters, too. <laughs> like Nice. The oh, okay. third one, I dragged my parents to go see it with me. And we went to like a matinee showing and there were like, it was everybody else was there with like their six or seven year old. And it was like me, let's say at my late 20s <laughs> with my parents. <laughs> Very nice. Nice. And did you, did this theater experience, did you all clap at the end? Was it one of those movies where everybody like cheers when the credits roll? I don't know. I remember that the, all the kids, this was Kung Fu Panda 3 and there was uh, one point where they make like a poop joke and the whole theater like lost it kind of thing and like that was kind of fun because my parents of course they were like oh it's been so long since like we've had little kids laughing at that kind of stuff but that's my biggest memory <laughs> of the in theater experience <laughs> okay because uh ken and i uh by the time this comes out a few weeks ago got to see fast nine and people did clap at the end of it, I think, if I remember correctly. If I remember correctly, it was a standing ovation. <laughs> Everyone got a was standing o. up out of their seats, stomping their feet. It was it was a rip riling good time. Uh, and I just I understand why everyone is is such a big fan of that series now. Yeah. All eight other people in the theater stood up <laughs> and cheered. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, that was uh, uh, Emily and I recently saw the Sparks Brothers uh, documentary by Edgar Wright, and people clapped at the end of that one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Which is highly recommend that for people. I'd never heard of that band before, and we watched it, and now I want to know everything there is about the band. Yeah, that was great. Good thing you seen the documentary. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, did you see Kung Fu Panda originally in the theater then? I don't think so. I I don't remember if I did the first one. I have no idea when it came out. Like, yeah, I I don't remember. But I like I remember the Christmas special coming out and like all those kinds of treats. <laughs> See that again? Didn't know there was a Christmas special. That's crazy. Me yeah. Oh, heavy. There's a treat coming to you, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'm excited. I'm extra excited for Christmas. We're gonna watch. Can that be a new tradition? We watch that movie on Kung every Fu Christmas. Panda Christmas special. Yeah. Yes. You fit it in between the Charlie Brown special, a Christmas mm. story, and then Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, that's. I'd go to that triple feature. Great. I love that in this fictional China, they also just still celebrate Christianity. That's so nice. That's <laughs> yes. The way it should be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ken, we all know your views. Ease up, buddy. <laughs> it's a show for everybody, okay? We yeah, welcome every all. Every Christian, that's all, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to suggest that Kung Fu Panda may have had some glaring cultural oversights because... <laughs> I don't see I don't it. know. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I object. I so, yeah. <laughs> Not very strongly. <laughs> And Emily, why why did you pick this movie? Yeah. I know you're contemplating a couple. Oh, yeah. You, I did sort of sweat this one. Uh, I Just because I love Kung Fu Panda. I mean, I, I've loved all these movies. I, well, I was a huge Kung Fu movie fan as a kid growing up. Like, my brother and I, we watched all the Jackie Chan movies. Some 
I was probably too young for. That was a bad choice. But like, uh, you know, so he was in my nightmares for years. And then like Bruce Lee and, you know, the classics and um, Kung Fu Hustle and just really loved all of those. And I feel like Kung Fu Panda is just sort of like, it's like a love letter to Kung Fu. Like it encapsulates all the aspects of the Kung Fu mythology and just, yeah. And it's, I, I think it's funny. And Ken loves Jack Black. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, great that's pick. It. I love that it in your explanation the uh that kung fu hustle followed up the classics. <laughs> You've got <laughs> Bruce Lee the classics, kung fu hustle. We all know that one. That's a classic. That Not one is so good. Yeah. Yeah, kung fu panda first, then kung fu hustle. That's that's the order. Okay. <laughs> we discover that you have not seen kung pao, which we need to fix. Yeah, I guess I I didn't I've missed that one in my kung fu education. Ken, would you recommend Kung Pao? Yeah, highly recommend. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, it's it's basically Kung Fu Panda, but cranked up to like eleven. There it is. And uh, less Jack Black, which is you know always a good thing. Uh, and I think that just helps elevate it. Also, not animated. <laughs> that's oh, that's you just right. you don't like animation, <laughs> don't just in general. That's not true. That's actually not true. <laughs> just. I don't know. Just I guess not DreamWorks. I, I, I mean, there's still DreamWorks mm. movies that I watch, but usually I associate it with like bawling my eyes out, mm. uh, which I don't enjoy doing typically. Hey, so uh, you you cried yeah. a lot during so, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, yeah, definite uh, heartstring puller. Tearjerker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, this this one is definitely an exception. I, I don't think there was uh, it wasn't quite as touching. It, it went for it though with the. Uh, the mentor mentee thing but yeah well and like i don't want to give too much away but kung fu panda 2 is when he finds out he's adopted so like i mean they really and then he goes on a whole odyssey to like discover his origin story i mean that that one will get you i love that it takes a sequel yeah to to find (laughs) out that he's adopted when his dad is a duck species as his dad yeah (laughs) yeah minor detail yeah (laughs) that's great so his dad's a duck Mm-hmm. And I think the traditional Japanese noodle dishes usually incorporate usually some sort of animal products in them, like duck. Uh, yeah. Is this uh, is this the case here? They don't explicitly say, but I, I'd like to wonder. Are you asking if they're cannibals, Ken? Is yes, that what we're getting yes, at? That is what okay. I'm going towards, yes. Ken's saying he's figured out what the secret ingredient is, and it is not nothing. <laughs> it is themselves. God. It's relatives. That are... You always wonder why they didn't have children. That's, yeah, that's, right. that's going to be Kung Fu Panda 4. <laughs> this puppy just up. writes itself. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, Hire yeah, me. I, I am w- available for writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want the the straight to DVD like B movie from this that spawns of of the dad's yes. journey of eating his kids to to keep the noodles store afloat. You got to keep the franchise fresh, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is this is the way. If they go with you, Ken, I would love to sit in on the session when you give Jack Black performance notes, just <laughs> <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> Now remember, your dad in this movie eats his other kids. That's why you he adopted you because yeah. they ran out of children. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And in this world, pandas aren't in danger necessarily. So we just get rid of Jack Black's character right at the top of this movie. Uh, he gets eaten, obviously. Tons of meat. Right? Yeah. Tons to go around. Yeah. 
And that, that's how I solved my, my problem. Yeah. And say skadoosh with each. There it is. Skadoosh. Yeah. Yes. Skadoosh. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's skadoosh. He kept it out two syllables, not his usual like 10 syllable yeah, long, like, right. kind of action. But yeah. He had to sneak a couple in there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ken, do you want to do one? We know you do. Rip-a-pow. <laughs> there it is. All right. Great. See? See, it's fun. You got a big smile on your face. You can't not love it. No, I'm frowning. Hard. <laughs> just on the inside yes. were you guys big kung fu fans growing up like have you seen a lot of kung fu movies or i i took karate lessons as a as a child as i as think did most I. of us did yeah yeah um but never watched movies really for kung fu what belt did you guys get to in your classes i got like one yellow stripe and then never went back <laughs> um, for white belt y- yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I want to say I maybe got to yellow belt. I remember I at least had like a few of the, yeah, the, the red stripes on my white belt. But I, I remember definitely quitting at some point. It wasn't because like, I, I definitely remember I was the one to be like, I don't like getting hurt. Take me out of this. <laughs> I'm a big baby. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I stuck with it for several years. I got I got a brown belt, actually. Wow. And I'm Whoa. not actually joking. I actually had a brown belt. <laughs> what? Dang. Yeah. And do you remember any of it? Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> My reflexes are pretty good for like blocking stuff, but that's about it. Uh, I don't remember any of the. Uh... Oh man, I don't remember anything about it. What were they called? Like the little dances you had to learn to like graduate yeah. up a belt level. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, just memorized choreography essentially was how you yeah. proved your worth. Right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> I don't know. Em- Emily, did you quit for similar reasons? I think so. I mean, Are it you was... also a big baby like me? Yeah, well, because, <laughs> like, I pro- you know, obviously I didn't stick with it very long, but, like, all I remember is we just stood in a line, and then it was like, you just would take turns punching straight out, alternating fists into the air, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, like, when do I get to hit a kid? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, what are, what are we even doing here? <laughs> so you were in it for the violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You think, wanted to take your aggression out specifically. Right. You had a couple what, of names in what mind. What am I paying for? Yeah. Yeah. And it probably showed. And I think that that also uh, maybe doesn't fit with the Kung Fu karate ethos. So that may be also yeah. why uh, it's taken out. And then so I played you, lacrosse. Did you so. quit or did your parents take you out of it? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Did you really go to lacrosse? Yeah. <laughs> Because that fits with the joke perfectly. So if that's real, that's awesome. Okay, it's cool. It's one hundred percent real. <laughs> nice. It is real. Emily is a badass. She can beat up people. Yikes. Well, I don't know if Ken's got a brown belt. I'm a little afraid. Yeah, something tells me that maybe your lacrosse experience might outweigh. Do I get the to keep my choreography? Because then I can win, maybe. And the element <laughs> yes. of surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's probably. Enough, might be a yeah. slight advantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> or, you know, whipping a hard ball at like 60 miles an hour at somebody might might do it too. <laughs> I think it's time for... Hey, did you do that? That's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Emily, CJ, are you two ready? Yes. Ready. First question, from conception to production, how long did it take to make Kung Fu Panda? Who goes first? I'll go. Three years. Okay. Oh, at least. Yeah, four. At, at least. I mean, I was going to guess more like ten. I mean. Ten years? Yeah, four is correct. Oh, ha, ha. 
Nailed just it. like every director yeah. is like, oh, I, I tried know. to shop this script around town for like six years, and then finally someone bought it. I thought it was going to be one of those like passion projects that just took forever to get off the ground. Yeah, no, I mean, four years isn't bad, right? In terms of conception to production. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and to get Jack Black, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, next question, true or false? The animators for this movie had years of experience in kung fu. Mm, false. False. False is correct. Okay. Uh, but they took uh, six. They all took a six-hour class on kung fu uh, to get a better idea for the fighting style. That's where the gotcha. mastery Not comes the in. Same, it but, shows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six also, hours enough. I mean, why even bother taking a class? Like it's animation, so like you can slowly move. The creatures. It's also you're putting it on animal bodies. Right. Like, okay. Anyway. Yeah, and all you're doing is probably looking up like YouTube videos of kung fu and just like copying that. Yeah. Slowly. Well, and know. also like the voice actors, they got like Jackie Chan and Lucy Liu. Like you would just ask them, right? Like, hey guys. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. R- really quick, we do have to talk about the cast of this movie because it mm. is stacked. You have. Jack Black as Poe, the main panda, Dustin Hoffman as the mentor, Angelina Jolie, Ian McShane, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, Lucy Liu, David Cross, Wayne Knight, a.k.a. Newman, he's in there, (laughs) Kyle Gass, Tenacious D reunion inside the movie. Not surprising. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I thought Seth Rogen casting was a little strange every time i heard his voice it took me out of it completely i'm like oh, oh really? seth, that's seth rogan <laughs> every time <laughs> he laughed rogan. yeah like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah even though they yeah. make him like a howler monkey which is probably the closest to his actual human laugh like that was not a stretch but it was still weird yeah now seth rogan is mantis jackie chan is the monkey what yeah damn it you said Wait, that you call to, yourself a fan to be yeah. fair you pointed that out to me when we watched it so you did know that <laughs> No, I'm just confused. It's been a few days. I don't know. <laughs> it has been a few days. Yeah. No worries. Actually, the the voice the voice cast for the second and the third movies are also so stacked. Like everybody wants a piece of Kung Fu Panda. That's right. So do we. <laughs> do they keep all the original people? I think so. Yeah. They're just adding more people to the supplemental cast. Yeah, probably. It would be weird if like all the main characters had new voices. Uh, yeah, yes, sure. <laughs> they keep Seth Rogen is still Mantis in the second one. David Cross, Lucy Liu, Jackie Chan, Angelina Jolie, all the same. Nice. I think, wait, who's the famous weatherman, Al Roker? He's even in one of them. Of course he is. He's got to <laughs> sneak in there somewhere. <laughs> Who doesn't like Al putting Roker's Al Roker in, in there? Yep. Weird. So I think, what is it, two to one? Emily, Correct. he's got, I mean, oh, up. okay. Yeah. Uh, next question. What type of animal is Ty Lung? First person to answer it, is it? Snow leopard? Snow Leopard is correct. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Next question. True or false? This is the first DreamWorks animated movie uh, to be released in IMAX. Hmm. Uh, I'll say true just because it's a question. I'll, I'll go false just to contradict CJ. Oh, you should have gone true. That's true. Oh, nice. So wait, we could have seen this in IMAX? That's right. Oh, the full force Back of in the day. Jack yeah. Black's Fists of Fury coming at you. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, we really missed out. Yeah. It's worth the extra 10 bucks for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Ken, didn't you once fly somewhere to see like an IMAX film? Like you went to Philadelphia or something? I, fl- I flew to Philadelphia to see 
an original print of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in three D. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. That's that's what I did. That's pretty cool. Because you can't see that in three D anywhere. And then and then uh, of course uh, later that year they released a three D Blu Ray of of it. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> It was still cool to see it in the theater yeah. and see like an original print of it. What, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, uh, how far could we get you to go to see an IMAX screening of Kung Fu Panda? Ah, uh, like two blocks. <laughs> it's further than I thought. <laughs> and anywhere is pretty good. So, I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Three to two. Emily is still up. Okay. Uh, potential final question, but we'll see. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? Emily, since you're up, you go first. I'll say 76. Mm, 77. Ugh. 70, CJ gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 87%. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Higher than you guys thought. Wow. It's tied up, Ken. You got a tiebreaker for us? I sure do. <laughs> we know uh, you do. What is the audience score in percentage just closest? Oh audience score uh on rotten tomatoes probably probably around the same yeah maybe like a 89 i'll take 88 emily's our winner (laughs) wow uh 83 percent so the critics like it more than the audience wow oh yeah that is strange that's not usually the case yeah or it's a sign that i have good taste uh, i now to be fair i did add 50 uh reviews myself uh all <laughs> right. saying boo jack black zero stars just saying no uh, yes <laughs> skadoosh so that probably drank down a little bit but yeah skadoosh <laughs> ken's joke on the review was skadoosh that's the sound of me dropping this in the toilet because it's a toilet movie <laughs> yeah that's that's right Signed, Ken. Jack Black, more like Jack back in the toilet. Because this is a toilet movie. <laughs> the most upvoted comment on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a thing, right? <laughs> Congrats, Emily. Yeah. Thank Great you. Job. Yes. Appreciate it. it well, I mean, well, I love this movie so much. It was going to be rough. for ratings? God, sorry, guys. It's just so difficult <laughs> I, with the yeah. lag. I'm having a hard time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Someone starts talking, but it's to me, it's just no one's talking. And then I'm like, oh, I, I got to do something. But uh, anyway, should we do ratings? Is that is that what we're doing? That's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate Kung Fu Panda for you? Oh, come on. It's a ten. Wow. This is such a great Kung Fu movie. Okay. Wow, it's a perfect movie for you. Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, what's? I mean, I'm sure you're about to tell me, Ken. But like, what's not to love? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, bring it on. Let's go, Kenneth. <laughs> All right, I think that means you're up next, Ken. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, for me, uh, look, Jack Black's in it. <laughs> Automatic five point deduction. Wow. Uh, oh. No, I'm just joking. Uh, you know, I. I, I joke that I don't like Jack Black, but, like, in some things he's okay, and especially when, like, he is limited to, like, a script that he has to follow uh, to line up with the animations and everything, like, it's fine. He's he's tamed down a little bit. He's actually a pretty good voice actor. And the movie's pretty good, too, to be honest. It's not, it's, it's still, like, a children's movie, so it's not, you know, the perfect movie for me. But I did enjoy it. I'll give it a, um, I'll give it a seven. Nice. Like, it's, it's still a good movie. Yeah. Oh, dang. CJ. What'd you give it? 
for me, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I love Jack Black. I think this was good. There's some some fun jokes in there. Uh, all around entertaining. I didn't find myself like wanting to check my phone or anything like that. I think it was a good time. I I think I will go with an eight. All right. I I can't remember if I've seen any of the sequels. I feel like I've maybe seen the second one, but definitely going to be watching that Christmas one once Christmas time comes around. We all know that. Could report back on how that was. Sure. But yeah, it's it's a it, yeah probably uh, targeted more towards a younger crowd, but I think it was still a good time. Uh, yeah, eight. All right. Nice. Kenny, are you going to be upset if this makes it into like the top 10 list at the end of the year? You know, I, that's literally what I was just thinking. I was like, oh, crap, I rated that too high. I actually do want to go to a 6.5. Uh, <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Just, can just I raise my score to an 11? Uh, uh, it's too high. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Scale 1 to 10. Or you can say burn notice if you want, but yeah, that's, right. that's difficult. From now on, every guest you book, I'm going to call them in advance and ask them to tank their pick so that Kung Fu Panda <laughs> can make the best of this. So this gets up there? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it probably will, actually. It is one of the higher rated movies. Yeah. Anything with a 10 in it uh, gets it higher. But actually, don't we do by just our ratings usually? I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah because, so. like, the guest always brings out a movie they love, and, like, there's a ton of tens. Yeah. Get thrown around. All the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> all right, ten, 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 ten out of ten. Yeah. Actually, if your best of list at the end of the year was just straight Fast and Furious, I don't think anybody oh, would be mad about that. <laughs> I would. I would be bad at that. <laughs> I mean, I think at least one will be on there. Like, Tokyo Drift is a masterpiece. So. God. Oh boy, it is oh. not fast. Fast nine. I mean, spoilers, but that for me, that is up there. Spo- also, real spoilers for Fast Nine, but like they bring back a lot of people from Tokyo Drift, and uh, it makes it just so much better because it's got the the best movie ever. I can't believe you guys are going to talk about so somebody good. else's pick on my episode. This is <laughs> pretty galling. Yeah, you're right. So sorry. Rude. We can sorry. yeah, we steer this shit back on course. We can wrap this up. So. Well, just real quick, what's what's the difference between kung fu and karate? I think there's different stylings. There's also there's so many forms, different forms of martial arts. Well, also karate's like the Japanese martial art, right? And kung fu is generally speaking China's martial art. I think so. Yeah, different style, but also different hmm. origin. Gotcha. I think I read that UFC got their start because somebody wanted to figure out like which of the martial arts or fighting styles were the best. So like they invited like a kung fu master and like a karate master and like a sumo wrestler to like come fight in a cage and so like that's where the ufc rules became established was like cage fighting for different specialties and apparently like one guy apparently practically killed the sumo wrestler in like the first move or something and it's just like oh boy yikes yeah Yeah, that's a little not surprising (laughs) yeah Sumo wrestler is very good at like one thing. They they don't they're not going to be like running around the cage trying to yeah. I don't throw know. Punches. I mean, that's that's a pretty that pretty much ties it to the movie, right? Like Kung Fu Panda wasn't running around doing anything. He's a bigger guy, just bounce stuff bounces off of him. That's true, true. but he had self realization. But I guess not in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in a cage, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> As long as they don't show that fight to children right after Kung Fu Panda, I think uh, it's probably... <laughs> That'll be in your happen. version, director's cut. Yeah, Poe just yeah. getting tapping out in a chokehold. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then he goes and gets put in a noodle dish. That's right. <laughs> Would love to hear Jack Black scat himself into unconsciousness. <laughs>
Oof. That took a dark turn again. His my episodes always do. <laughs> Emily, thank you so much for coming back on. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Oh, uh, Kung Fu Panda Two. It's a great movie. Just keep the train going. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see. All right, CJ, what do we got? You can follow us on all the things at OverTalkingPod. Call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us, OverTalkingPod at gmail.com. Or go to our website, OverTalkingPod.party. Another here, the OverTalking over- Overlords that have arrived. The, our, our ghastly, otherworldly landlords who show up at... Oh, I can't do it fast. <laughs> I can do that part fast. I can't do this part fast. Anyway, I feel like the show please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find out this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And as we always say, skadoosh! Bye. 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 This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Emily. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. 